Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Sunday, December 30. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Jafet de Oliveira. And uh, really glad to uh, connect with you guys. Brand new week, uh, brand new day. And so uh, let's pray for today. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for the opportunity again to be able to read your word and uh, ask for your blessing, ask for your Spirit's guidance, uh, ask for fresh insight, uh, especially with this brand new series. And uh, we ask for a good application in our lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Yeah, this new series is Grounded in Love. This sermon is Our Circle, and it is based this week on Ephesians 1, verses 1 through 14. And I'm starting out today, English Standard Version, the ESV. Subheading, greeting, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Subheading, spiritual blessings in Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chooses us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our, of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Okay. Those were some very long paragraphs. Yeah. Well, it's Paul. Yes. We wouldn't expect anything less of him. Not a lot of punctuation there. Well, a lot of commas. No, absolutely. So here's the thing. Uh, I want to encourage you guys to read The Daily Walk. It is written by none other than Mark Wittes. Yes. Uh, and we're really excited about this because Mark he's... Mark Wittes, who's in a whole new place. He's in Portland. And actually, we're headed to Portland today. Yes, that's right. That's right. So uh, he's, uh, he's yeah, he's going to officially... I think he officially starts there sometime in the middle of I th- January. Well, I think like yeah. the 1st of January. Oh, really? Okay. Right. His bio for this daily walk gives that as his job. Yes, so that I, is. I would that say is, it's official. That's kind of like the direction. Yes. Yeah. So Very cool. it's really it's really exciting, and uh, he's actually uh, he's written for us the daily walk for the entire series. So we're really excited about this. So it's not in this week, but for the entire four weeks. Yeah, all the way because through. Because we're going to go through January. the whole book of Ephesians. And we're going to cover most of the passages in Ephesians uh, through the whole month of January. And so the question that he has for today, uh, looking at this and starting off straight away, is this. Why do you think so many of God's people question their eligibility to be included in heaven? Have you ever questioned your salvation? 
And he starts off basically because he's addressing this whole predestination idea. And he starts off with this really great illustration where he says, look, everybody starts off with an A. And if you start off with an A, then uh, it's only for us to give it away. Well, yeah, and I, I, I agree with him and I like what he says. But I think the reason that so many people question their eligibility is that that is not the only perspective that people hear. There are other ones. Yeah. And there's just a certain amount of ambiguity in something that you hear through the grapevine, you know, in various ways. (laughs) So, I mean, it would be kind of, I don't know, in my view, a little bit stupid to have a great deal of certainty over what the outcome of something is where you've heard lots of different things from many people who are reliable and you're supposed to pick one. I mean, even the Bible itself, you know, people argue a lot over what you have to do to be saved. Is it enough to just believe in Jesus? I haven't heard, I don't know how many times I've heard people argue oh, the, about the, that. They the like fear, to say, the well, yes, it's only, it's accepting Jesus, but the fear and trembling. once you do that, the outcome will be that you obey all the rules yeah. and that that's kind of the, the thing that ends up really, thing. Well, I mean, I, I don't have a <laughs> yeah, massive no, problem with rules. I just, I don't, I think I've talked on the podcast before about that book that I read, Which um, one? Lincoln and the Bardo, where there's a, there are a, three characters well, there are a number of characters who are in this place of, mm. of limbo. Mm-hmm. So Lincoln's son has died, and he these are people who cannot move on. You know, So the book is told through this lens. And there's one who in his life had been a reverend minister of some sort, and he can't move on mm. because he has seen the gates open and where he was going to go, he was going to be cast into this awful oh, pit into hell. Right. And so he ran away. And in the book, he doesn't know what it was that he did in life that... Warranted that. Yes. He can't yeah. He can't think of what, what was it. And he's agonizing about this and he can't accept it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel that way that... Well, yes. You know, maybe you feel like you're doing all right, but maybe in God's eyes, you know, we always hear that, that men, man looks at things a certain way, but God looks at things in a totally different way. <laughs> except so you're for, like, well, except how for those would passages God often much, much better because I don't God's, know how God's God always would looking look at, at me. God's always looking at it in such a, a fantastic way compared to us. I think that I think that uh, Paul's intent here, and I mean, yes, he does use incredibly long words, and he's constantly like not taking a breath through this because he is on this massive journey through the whole book of Ephesians. In fact, some people have said that if if Luther and others had actually spent more time in Ephesians rather than just Romans, uh, maybe the church would have started off on a different foot. Um, what because, kind of a foot would it have started uh, on? Maybe a more balanced or healthier foot uh, in some ways, just because... What was unbalanced about the foot that it started on? Well, I think that, I think that Ephesians, this, and why we're, why we're doing this whole series Grounded in Love, is because Paul really does, uh, he's going to expand inside here the, the incredible blessing of who God is in our lives. And he's going to pull this through that everything is actually because of Christ who unites us together, pulls us together it's going to come through and there's going to be unity. There's going to be uh, the kingdom of God makes a difference. He's going to pull this all through the whole book of uh, Ephesians for the next month for us. But I do believe that the reason why we struggle, maybe one of the major reasons why we struggle with salvation or accept, accepting salvation is because I think we feel like we need to earn a lot of things, right? And I think that that's just kind of like our natural inclination, uh, even with gifts. It's, it's hard to receive gifts. We've just come through a whole season of Christmas um, where some people find it really okay to receive a gift, but uh, but there's a, a sudden level where 
it's just a little bit harder to receive than to give. And so there's like, unless you've earned it. Hmm, I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's some of that. And then you also see people who feel extremely entitled well, yes. to everything who would expect that, of course, they would be saved. Of course, they would ex- receive an expensive gift. Of course, you know, do, do you I think, think people? Do you ever think people are entitled about salvation? I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I'm I've sure never, there I've are. Never, I'm, mm. I think, I don't know. Sometimes I think I probably feel a little bit entitled about it because you I could know. look at it this way, yeah. that if I did not choose to bring myself into existence, if I was okay. brought in when okay. and I did yeah, not, yeah, yeah, as yeah. nobody did, yeah. that... Yeah, I mean, maybe if there is an all-powerful being who created me and created me as a flawed person who's unable to be all that I'm supposed to be, that maybe it is up to that being to kind of fix it so that I can continue to exist. I think there's, a lot, I think there's a lot of negative narratives out there that actually affect the way that we see whether we're eligible to make it to heaven. Well, like I think children right? so have I a right to be entitled to some extent. Yeah. If you think, okay, they also did not ask to be brought into the world. So, you know, that kind of speech that parents sometimes give to their kids, oh, you're lucky I put a roof over your head and you're lucky I feed you. It's like, well, you know, what were you thinking? Of course yeah. you, those are just kind of the bare minimum that you I think everybody, owe someone. everybody questions their salvation at some point. They have to, they have to ask themselves, you know, do they understand, do they believe? And does this, does it make sense? Are they, are they, are they inside this circle? Because if you're going to if you're going to express who Christ is, you need to understand who Christ is for yourself as well. And so I think this is a good question that everybody wrestles through at some point, um, which I think Paul is trying to say to us: Hey, you're guaranteed your inheritance, and it's different. Uh, and he wants to take us to a different place. But hey, let me just repeat the question one more time, uh, just for today. Uh, think about this. Talk with your friends about this. Why do you think so many of God's people? question their eligibility to be included in heaven and have you ever questioned your salvation uh talk about that with your friends uh look after each other live love and we will connect tomorrow hey thanks again for listening to the daily walk podcast today hey if you remember if you have any questions reach out to us online at boulder.church and if you can help support us please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give Until next time, look after each other and live love.